Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And I'm Jake Frejo. Good morning, Max. How was your weekend? Good morning. I was sick. And I'm just starting to get better. But I have a feeling talking for an hour is probably going to make me lose my voice again. But we persist. And, and the yet, subject matter might make persisted. you sicker. Yes. Uh, so I'm looking at this. And um, this bill in New York. The version that we have is the 2021 version. I believe there's a 2022 version floating around. Um, but this bill is terrifying. It is terrifying because it is quite literally an attempt to put people into, there is really isn't a better word, concentration camps based on their vaccination status, based on their COVID test status, based on their direct contacts, based on any arbitrary finding by the government that they pose a threat to the health of society. And this is getting lots of people stirred up in New York. The left is already calling it a conspiracy theory, which is interesting because we have the bill. Um, but, you know, this is a, we, we warned that what's happening in Australia would eventually come here. It is no surprise that the tyranny that has been kind of fostered down under has now hit the shores of the United States in New York. And and to be clear, the the bill we're talking about is uh, up for legislative review uh, beginning January 5th of the coming year of 2022. Uh, but the content of the bill that we will go over and read came directly from a PDF download off yeah. of the state site. So this is not something yes. we found lurking in the crevices of the internet this is from the actual government site they're proud of it a man put his name on it and said this is what i want my constituents to know i'm doing it is a terrible 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 bill but yet you know, it's going to be considered uh, and in january as, as a native new yorker i i look at this happening from afar now that i moved out and it's it's terrifying and it makes all of my years in new york feel like a fever dream almost uh in that new york which markets itself as a you know breeding ground of uh counterculture ingenuity and creativity has become a echo chamber private players club you know anything now in new york if you want to do anything besides sleep on the sidewalk you must be part of the club and by part of the club you you know have the passport have everything in place you can't go into a restaurant you can't go get your hair cut you can't get a coffee you can't do anything in new york or in the city without being so essentially a bunch of people got together and said yeah we're closing the bridges off the five boroughs are ours good luck you know i hope you enjoyed whatever time you had when you were in new york but Life as it was in New York is no longer at the access to uh, a person that does not meet the requirements they have set. And, 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 and some of the most restrictive totalitarian moves we've seen. So really, really, we're going to go deep into the, all of the, the language of this bill. And I'll let you lead, Max, but it's, yeah. it's almost unbelievable how, how severe it is. Well, as we get into this, we have to explain what's going on in New York. Because, yeah, you, you, you grew up in New York. I grew up in New Jersey. Um, when I look at what's happening in New Jersey, New York, I feel a lot like the Von Trapp family crossing over the mountains, waving goodbye to their homeland. <laughs> like, that's so long. Enjoy, yeah, no, enjoy Nazism. A device. Yeah, that's how I feel looking back at New Jersey, New York. Um, I already escaped, and I begged as many people to come with me as I could. And some people left, some people can't leave. Obviously, people have different uh, realities. 
But uh, yeah, no, I, I feel like I'm the Von Trapps crossing over the mountains, singing Edelweiss and, and watching the Nazis ransack my home. So as in order to understand what New York is doing, we have to understand what New York is going through. And New York is experiencing what they are calling the biggest spike in COVID cases ever. <clears throat> 21,000. 21,000 cases. I think it was on Friday or Saturday in one day. Now, I, I bet you when they actually crunch the numbers, they're going to add multiple days together because that sometimes happens. They process multiple days on a single day. But 21,000 cases. And in New York, you have to be vaccinated if you're over the age of five to go pretty much anywhere indoors. So if you're going to go into a restaurant, into a, um, a, a theater, into a store, you have to be over the, and you're over the age of five, you have to be vaccinated now. So let's play this clip showing a little bit of what New York is experiencing right now. Mr. Producer, play cut number one. Perhaps the most two alarming statistics, New York state reporting more than 18,000 new COVID cases, the most since mid January, that's 11 months ago. And in New York city, COVID cases, tripling in the last month. Mayor de Blasio taking steps to fight off the surge, including increased testing locations, free at-home test kits, free KN95 masks, and business inspections. Kind of feels like 2020 all over again, doesn't it? Iowa News reporter NJ Burkett live in Midtown to begin our coverage tonight. Newt. That's right, Bill. That's what one woman told us. You're going to hear from her in a moment. But yes, she's just one of many New Yorkers who spent hours waiting online today to be tested. Testing is a key component in the mayor's response plan. He says the testing delays have to change, which is why you're going to see more testing in more places now than ever before. At one urgent care center on 3rd Avenue, people waited up to four hours to be tested on lines that have been growing longer by the day. That's a little frustrating to wait four hours, but um, you do what you got to do. Up until this like current week, it felt kind of return to normalcy-ish. Uh, people are coming back to the city, tourism is up, shows are coming back. And now this week, it feels like March 2020. Public health authorities believe the new variant is burning through New York. On Twitter, mayoral advisor Jay Varma said the rate of infections is unprecedented. The mayor called an afternoon news conference to sound the alarm. We need to stop this variant. This variant moves fast. We need to move faster. The city's plan calls for more mobile testing sites and five additional permanent sites, expanded testing hours in seven-day weeks, 500,000 free rapid at-home tests. Here we go again. Two weeks to bend the curve, fly on the curve, and, and we're going on two years looking at another two. Oh, sorry. Yeah, um, no, for a second. Yeah, you're, you're right. That. Yeah. Fauci over the weekend said that he can he doesn't think we will ever again um, be able to go on planes without a mask. Right, the Pfizer CEO bit. said we're not going to get this rounded out until 2024, which uh, coincidentally is another election year. Uh, so there is it, is it funny how they do that, it, how, it, how they can just predict when the virus will end? Well, I mean, also, you know, that we should heed the advice of a man that is massively uh, financially incentivized by this thing never actually going away. I think they just bought a stadium all cash in California from their, their, their profits. But, you know, this is, these are the people we should listen to. Yeah. So de Blasio was on television, and he, he says that the way to fight this is more mandates because— the fact that the virus is spreading like wildfire and the only way you're legally allowed to like, congregate with people is to be vaccinated, you would think they would understand or at least admit that if, if they're identifying that restaurants are a vector for transmission and the only people allowed in restaurants are, va are vaccinated people and they're spreading it, then the vaccinated people can spread it. We've known that for a long time. CDC has admitted and WHO has admitted that for a long time. But de Blasio is doubling down. He sees the way to get through this being more mandates. Mr. Pierce, let's play cut two. Want to lead their lives. I mean, and the hard thing, and, you know, I feel it here in New York City. Yeah. By the way, I'm from Philadelphia, so it's not like I I I, I live in a rural area. Um, but I feel it in every block that I walk in New York City. But if I were in the middle part of the country with you, I don't think we'd see masks. I don't think we'd be showing our vax cards anywhere. So I come back to that point where unless everybody's on the same page in the country, we're kind of screwed. And you know how you get on the same page? People have to lead. So look, I believe with enough leadership. 
enough mandates, we're going to get a hell of a lot more people vaccinated. The more people vaccinated, the more we actually make the transition to a time when COVID is in the background, not the foreground. And we know these mandates work and we know people respond. Look, human beings are pretty predictable. If you say your paycheck depends on it or your ability to enjoy life and go do the things you want to do, people will make the practical decision overwhelmingly and they'll go get vaccinated. But we aren't pushing. Sounds like extortion coercion to me, but I wouldn't expect anything less than communist Big Bird there. I mean, you you listen to him talk. You expect to hear like that out of Machiavelli or any, any of the great tyrants of history. Oh, the people will do what the people are told. I mean, it's like the Marie Antoinette version of, of tyranny. Like, oh, there's just the people. They'll do it. They'll do what they're told. And, um, and if they don't, you just round them up and throw them in a gulag. Which it seems yeah. for, from this legislation to be what's coming down the pipeline, not too, not, not too far away. Yes. Yes. And here's the deal. It'd be one thing if you said, oh, well, we're going to build concentration camps, but we're not actually going to arrest anyone and throw them in it. They're already arresting people for doing very normal things without showing their papers. Papers, please. Um, Mr. Producer, let's send play that video that just got sent over to you. This looks to be in a bakery of some sort, maybe a Panera Bread, um, some kind of bakery. They are arresting a man, and it appears he's being arrested for entering that bakery without papers. Let's play that clip. The Constitution of the United States is being violated. I cannot eat, and my sisters and brothers cannot work. And the NYPD, I'm not resisting. I'm not, I'm complying 100%. No weapons, no drugs, no ammo. No weapons, no drugs, no ammo. No 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 it looks like there's a dozen cops. You see this? More than a dozen. There's two cops. Oh, I know that guy. It's Chris Wright. I like to know what's going to happen for my money. I'm not protesting. I want my food that I ordered. I'm a paying customer with the receipt already. If I don't get my money back, there's going to be a problem here, officer. Let's go ahead and cut it. I expect my order. Let's go ahead and cut it. I expect my order. They have um, I made a the entire precinct. I'm at a loss the entire words. precinct just responded to a man trying to order what looked to be a bread bowl or some kind of pastry product. This podcast is sponsored by Air Med Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your household should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital. We don't get to choose when a disaster strikes. You don't get to choose how you get taken to the hospital. Anyone who has been taken to a hospital or has a loved one who's gone to a hospital by ambulance, you know it's very expensive and you know insurance won't usually cover it. Well, when you have to be airlifted by a helicopter, it's much more expensive. And yeah, insurance won't cover that either. Air Med Care Network exists to make sure you don't risk bankruptcy in the event that someone in your house has to be airlifted to a hospital for medical treatment. So when you sign up at the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily, not only are they going to give you coverage for your entire household for one year for $85, but they're also going to give you money back up to 50 bucks, depending on how many years you sign up for. So again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. You know, what am I missing here? By, by, by the time people realize what's going on, I mean, it's already too late. I, I, I've, I've, in some sense, given up hope on most of humanity when their ability to see the very thing that's aiming to destroy them is mocking them right right in front of them. And, and yet they, they just say, keep saying, can I have some more, please? And it's, it's mind-blowing to me. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Kelsey writes in the comment section, the cops must have responded because they thought he was going to buy all the donuts. That's also very possible. 
if I was a cop, I'd, I'd send the entire precinct to make sure that they didn't sell out of donuts too. I mean, these guys um, are the last. <laughs> these the, these guys are the last line of defense for you know for social social freedom, and 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 social you know well being. Who the, the cops or, or the social people, and they, they, they the yeah the, the cops. And, you know, ultimately, the, the, the problem is the system has all these people, you know, either pensions at stake or their, their, their you know, their, their jobs at stake. And it, it, it all goes out the window as soon as a paycheck's involved. And so this is how you had, uh, you know, people loading people into train cars headed to the gas chambers because, oh, well, I was just doing my job. And there's a perfect example of it. So Mama Cougar on D Live says, "Stop sensationalizing, Max. It wasn't the whole police force. It's ridiculous. I didn't say it was the whole police force, Mama Cougar. I said it was probably the whole precinct because it looked like they sent a dozen cops down there. So yeah, a dozen cops, a dozen active duty like like working cops. That would probably be the majority of a small precinct. Do you think they put like, the muffin? Like how, do you think they put the muffin into an evidence bag? Might have. They could have. That's the kind of evidence that disappears." Yeah, especially with those guys. But, uh, well, Jake, you know, me and you, we grew up in New York, New Jersey area when, like, NYPD after 9 11, it was like, oh, we, we love NYPD. We love the fire department, right? And I still feel that, right? I, I still feel that support for the NYPD. But what they have them out doing now is the equivalent of goose stepping and putting up their arm upwards and diagonally to heil the Fuhrer. Right, I, loving NYPD that stops when they start goose stepping, that stops when they start literally arresting people for trying to buy some bread. Well, when we talked about this, that it, it's you know the the perception of how you know the structured evolution of it is they are flushing and they've spent the past six months flushing people out of these these institutions. So uh, the echo chamber becomes louder and louder, and and that your perception of a cop is there to do good for you and stand up for your rights is not the reality that is it now exists because they've spent six months, you know, there are cops getting paid to retire two years before they hit, you know, their actual retirement. They would get a lump sum settlement. And so they, they you know, same thing with the military, same thing. It's, it's nationalizing every aspect of society. And then now people have, uh, a preconceived notion of what these people should be doing and they're obviously they're those people are no longer in the picture to do it the free thinkers they've all left they've all walked out or retired across all of these government state and federal agencies and now people are going oh well you know these they haven't that there's a disconnect in that the people have not realized that the people that are left standing uh you know are not there to help you for the yeah. for the, the most part Joe is just joining us. Welcome, Joe. We just played the clip that you sent over. Unbelievable. Um, what are your thoughts on that clip? I think that it just shows you what, how far our country slid. When lawlessness becomes law, we have an obligation. You know, right now they're anticipating, they're anticipating that, you know, we're going to stay within the boundaries. I'm, I'm here to tell everyone right now there are no more boundaries. There's no more boundaries. When the police come in there and arrest you for buying food because you won't have a vaccine card, and they're throwing you around and, and letting a flag hit the ground. I mean, that by itself, when, he, when they knock the flag, did you guys not see that part? Mm -hmm. They knock the flag out of his hand. Knock the flag out of his hand. I, I don't back the NYPD. I don't. I don't back the NYPD. I don't, buy, I don't back them. I'm not going to back anybody that would do that to an American over food. I won't do it. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing the line in the sand. We are drawing the line in the sand that Americans are on one side and communists and their Gestapo brothers are on the other. That's the line. Just like what they did in January 6th to the January 6th prisoners, where they have some Haitians and you know, uh, North Africans and things like that that are running these prisons inside of D.C. that are basically trying to torment and torture them. Because, by the way, that's what they did over in Africa. I spent a lot of time in Africa. That's what they did over there. There was no, there was no respect for human life. There's no respect for the sanctity of, of those people. No. There's no respect for country or patriotism or even have any sort of, uh, you know, respect for those people that served or sacrificed for a nation. They don't care. They're men without islands. There's women without islands. That's the same thing that's happening in the NYPD. It's all about money. It's all about, oh, they're just telling me to do it, so I'm going to do it. No, I don't back the NYPD. I don't back Well, them. we have another clip. We have another clip from Applebee's. 
Now, if you had told me that one of the first shots, metaphorical shots, of the second Civil War would be fired in an Applebee's, I wouldn't believe you. Yep. If you told me it would have been fired in a New York City Applebee's, I definitely wouldn't believe you. And if, if you told me it would have been fired because police officers stopped a black woman from eating in an Applebee's, I would have thought you were talking about the Deep South back in the 1960s. Yeah. But that is what is happening here. The next shot, when, when they teach the story of the second American Civil War, they could very well have a chapter on what went down in this New York City Applebee's. Mr. Producer, let's go ahead and play, um, play that clip. Let me give her the charger. Let me give her the f***ing charger. I'm on my life. This is my life. Oh, not easy. Oh, yeah, of course you're not trying to hurt me. You just harassed me. You're not trying to hurt me. No, it's my job in the school system. Get work. Get eat. And I can't tell someone to not get And this is what you got to do to the company. I want to eat. Like a free American that I am. And you guys are busting me over this fucking bullshit. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. You guys, what happened to the Constitution? What happened to free speech? No more mandates. No more mandates. No more mandates. I want to go. Everything. Everything. I love y'all. I love y'all, New York Freedom Rally. I love y'all. You know he's a veteran. You know that man is a veteran. Hold the line. Hold the line. Hold the line. Hold the line. This is the only way it's going to change. They're arresting him for no reason. Joe. I'll see you later. I'll see you later, Joe. He's a veteran. There you go. There you go. Another dozen cops. Another. I, I got yelled at for saying that was an entire precinct. Well, we'll say half a precinct. Well, if, if half the precinct is going to Panera and half the precinct is going to Applebee's, I don't know what real criminals they're, well, they're I know catching. what they're doing. They're running amok all over Washington, uh, New York City because they don't care about cr crime. They care about terrorizing the citizens of New York City, yeah, just so like they do across the entire nation. The guy that torched the Christmas tree outside of Fox News headquarters, he got released two hours after the yeah, fact. Yeah, what is this? <laughs> Arson. What is right? this? Arson. You could, you could have killed someone, but he gets out, and now they're, they're arresting people in, in chain restaurants. Uh, but I would like to remind people that uh, you know the Nazis thought they were on top of the world until they weren't, until the tables turned on them. And as history, it will show you, you are either on the right side of history or the wrong side. So it might be something you want to run through your mind, how long you want to stay affixed to these corrupt values and ideals. Because historically speaking, when justice is served, it has never worked well for the people that hid behind a false label of power and authority. Food for thought, Joe. Well, yeah, I mean. Well, Hitler envisioned a thousand year Reich. And he would have gotten it if it hadn't been for the United States. If Japan hadn't attacked the United States, he would have he would have gotten a good shot at a thousand year Reich. He pushed the British into the English Channel at Dunkirk, right? He blowed he blew right through the Maginot Line in the French. The French dropped their gun. I've I'm looking at one of my French World War II rifles sitting in the case over there, and it's barely used, only dropped once. The French <laughs> surrendered immediately. They surrendered immediately. So he defeated the French, defeated the British. Right. I mean, I, as long as he didn't actually go to war, I don't know if he would have went to war with Russia if, if the United States hadn't entered. He probably would. He was crazy. But he, he envisioned a thousand year Reich. And it was only because the brave men of the United States decided to land at Normandy and push him out of France. I don't know if those men are there. Right. I mean, you look at Nazi Germany, you look at domestic politics in Nazi Germany. Yeah, sure. You have some uprisings in some in some Jewish ghettos in, in Poland and in different areas. Yeah, they lost. They still fought back and they still lost. The vast majority of people didn't fight back at all. So who's going to ride in to rescue us? There's there's no men and boys who are going to land on the shores 
of, of Long Island, right, to rescue the American people today. That's not going to happen. There's no amphibious landing craft going through the sound. It's not going to happen. Do we have the fortitude to fight for ourselves? Not physically fight, though it might get to that if they actually start putting people in concentration camps. But do we have the willingness to actually fight for what's important? Or are we all going to expect that someone else is going to do that for us? That someone and, else is going to come riding in on that horse and save the day? Because it's not going to happen if we're, if we're waiting for that. And, and before we jump into, because I think we can spend a good amount of time on, on the actual uh, wordage behind the, the legislation. Uh, but the idea that, historically speaking, every war that has been started has generally been on the tail end of an economic you know, crisis. And, and going back to this weekend, the, the failure of the Build Back Better bill to come through, and now all of a sudden Omicron's going to get and destroy all of us. The markets are tanking. Goldman Sachs comes out and says I don't see the markets are tanking. Dow Jones is down 700 points. It's uh, ebb and flow right now. One of these, you know, it, 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 so so Goldman Sachs comes out and says, well, you know, Build Back Better didn't get put through. We're, we have to revise our guidance down uh, GDP from 3% to 2% next year. And so when you, when you, you factor it all in and, and you look at it as the bigger picture, is this giant blank check that's being run off of our backs. Uh, these, it's like hungry, hungry hippos, these globalist foreign entities and, 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 and organizations are all waiting by for their chunk of the blank check. And uh, honestly, congratulations to Joe Manchin for actually standing his ground and doing something important for the American people. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't go through. They don't get their blank check. And, and now, you know, it's 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 death and death and destruction is is, is the narrative. And so it's no different than my my comparison to uh, when a system is declining, go start a war. Right. Go, you want to you want to you want to, you know, fire up the money machine, go start a war. And whether it's a, a physical war, an ideological war. That's what they're, you know, the, the, the playing field that they're readying now with, with, with all of this. And, and we're, this is, New York is a perfect example. Well, I mean, look, New York City is where New York City goes, the rest of the country goes, meaning when they start having enough in New York City, because the East Coast, man, I'm telling you, they're, they're a bunch of fearless people. So as you start seeing people rise up in New York City and they start recognizing that lawlessness, lawlessness has become law, watch out. And look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell everyone right now, you got to get in the gap. You have to get in the gap. Our brothers and sisters who want to stand up for this Constitution and stand up for our country, they need us. Yeah, they there's, there's, so there's going to be nothing left, but go ahead, Max. Yeah, there won't be. I mean, be. look, I wanna, it's not I doom and gloom. There's going to be something left. What do you mean? There's not if we're all in left. concentration camps. I'm I mean, not going to concentration camps. They're actually camp. talking about concentration camps. You could take me to concentration camp on the end of my barrel. That's what you can take me to concentration camp. Got, you know, and, and look, I can tell you right now, I live in a neighborhood with 89 other families, 89 houses in my neighborhood. Every single one of them is stocked to the gills. Every one. Every one of them. They all buy their guns, DCF guns, and Castle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to get into the actual specifics of this New York bill. But before I do, if we put up my screen, Mr. Producer, um, we, there is still time to order your conservative daily Christmas apparel. And it's now very easy. You go to the website. This will show up right on the on the front page. You click that and you get to a little section that has all of the different Christmas apparel for the holidays for Christmas this year. We have our All I Want for Christmas is the Real President ugly Christmas t-shirt. All I Want for Christmas is a full forensic audit. We have the crew neck sweaters as well as the long sleeve shirts and then our come and take at Christmas as we covered over the weekend. Anthony Fauci says you shouldn't go celebrate Christmas indoors at any public gatherings, a.k.a. don't go to church. So if you want to show Anthony Fauci and the Anthony Fauci's of the world what you think, think, pick up your Come and Take a Christmas t-shirt on the Conservative Daily store at store.conservative-daily.com. I, I think we're at that place right now where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just warn everyone right now. I'm going to warn everyone. We've been talking about a civil war for a year and a half, Max, have we not? Longer. And it's, it, every, every time we talk about it, it's, we're closer than we are far away, and it's, always, it's still true. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you that we are much closer than we are right now, and it is the communists on one side, and it is Americans on the other. And frankly, what, what I find uh, fascinating is that the woman that's being arrested either is either Haitian or Jamaican. 
that was being arrested for wanting food. I don't know if you picked up on her accent, mm -hmm. but you know there are people that recognize that they came to the United States for opportunity. And when they got here, they got something starkly different than what they thought they would get. And so it is people yeah. that have had to learn history in order to become citizens that got here legally, came here legally, that are starting to understand the peril that we're in as a nation. It is true. It is true. So why don't we go back to my screen and let's go through this bill. This bill was introduced at the beginning of this year, but the way the legislative session works in New York, they have a 2021 part and the 2022 part. So they're coming back in the winter for their next half of the session. And this is a bill that is being floated around. This is uh, bill 416. 416. And so a, a, a 416, right? If you want to so Google it, assembly. it's a New York State A416. Okay, so, so, so here's, here's the one thing I want to say, is that they're passing these laws. They're trying to fatigue the American people. They're passing these laws, and, and what's more dangerous than the radical left is the rhino Republicans, because they are the radical left. The establishment inside the GOP is identical to what is happening on the radical left. We know what's best for you. Hey, just sit down. We'll tell you what's safe. We'll make it appear like your votes count. Oh, the election wasn't stolen. Your eyes deceive you. Oh, you're not that bright. Oh, just, you know, go sit over there in the corner. What they're trying to do is fatigue us. And as we send it through the court system, we notice that we win five or six cases, we lose one. Win five or six cases, lose one. Those lose one, they're creating precedent in this country. Those losing one or eroding our rights. They know what they're doing. This is a globalist takeover of not just our nation, but every nation across the, across the world. And they're doing it on purpose. So I think that the, the stand has to happen and the standing up and the standing in the gap and the civil war, frankly, if, 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 if they're gonna stand against the constitution, we have an obligation to stand against them. So here is the legislation, A416, Assembly Bill 416. And what you can see here is it is absolutely crazy. Well, let's let's boil, you know, summarize it in the the idea behind it in the beginning because there's so much disturbing content in this that if you don't actually have the bill in front of you for audio listeners. So essentially, governor's uh, new office comes out and says, you know, this is a bill that had been on the table since 2015. Uh, for the claim of the Ebola and the instance that Ebola spread, that this is something you know that they were working on, and it's it's been put on the back burner. Now it's here again. But essentially, governor's office is structuring itself to that with their commission as well on health, structuring itself to, uh, in the instance of a public health event, uh, to have clearance to address people that do not comply with those requirements and then setting the stage for what can be done to those people and from the text of this bill it's pretty much everything everything and anything so max go ahead so I, i'm gonna read a little bit of it and if my voice gives way i'll have one of you guys read it um assembly bill 416 removal and detention of cases contacts and carriers who are or may be a danger to public health other orders. One, the provisions of this section shall be utilized in the event that the governor declares a state of health emergency due to an epidemic of any communicable disease. Check. Two, they got that upon already. determining, yep, upon determining by clear and convincing evidence that the health of others, others is or may be endangered by a case contact or carrier or suspected case contact or carrier of a contagious disease that, in the opinion of the governor, after consultation with the commissioner, may pose an imminent and significant threat to the public health resulting in severe morbidity or high mortality. The governor or his or her delegate, including but not limited to the commissioner or the heads of local health departments, may order the removal and or detention of such a person or of a group of such persons by issuing a single order, identifying such persons either by name or by a reasonably specific um, description of the individuals or group being detained. Such person or group of persons shall be detained in a medical facility or other appropriate facility or premises designated by the governor or his or her delegate and complying with sub- division five of this section check they got that too do you know how yeah. it says the opinion the opinion yeah so it's it's entirely subjective to whoever and i mean new york you know you say oh well this will be heard out in the courts no good luck that's what i thought that's what i thought when i got arrested there's no there new york i mean there's a reason why they use sdny one for for everything there is no there there is no equality under the law in new york it is what the king says 
what the king speaks, yeah. you will comply with. So, continuing, a person or group removed or detained by order of the governor or his or her delegate pursuant to subdivision two of the section shall be detained for such period and in such manner as the department may direct in accordance with this section. Notwithstanding any inconsistent provision of this section, a confirmed case or carrier who is detained pursuant to this subdivision two of this section shall not continue to be detained after the department determines that such person is no longer contagious. A suspected case or a suspected carrier who is detained pursuant to subdivision two of the section shall not continue to be detained after the department determines with the exercise of due diligence that such person is not infected with or has not been exposed to such a disease, or if infected with or exposed to such a disease no longer is or will become contagious. A person stop, who is detained- Stop, stop, stop right there, Max. Suspected, suspected. Is that not the rhetoric that came out of Nazi Germany? Suspected that you had suspicion that your neighbor was hiding Jews under the floorboards. Suspicion. You don't need any fact. You don't need any evidence you just need to have suspicion the wording they choose in this on an official document aiming to be official legislation and official law is terrifying and should terrify yeah. anyone that sees this coming or, or or reads it go ahead sorry for interrupting so the, so the next the next couple of sections are all basically repeating themselves just with different wording jumping down to the section five a person who is detained pursuant to pursuit to subdivision two of this section shall as is appropriate to the circumstances a, have his or her medical condition needs assessed and addressed on a regular basis, and B, be detained in a manner that is consistent with recognized isolation and infection control principles in order to minimize the likelihood of transmission of infections to such person and to others. When a person or group is ordered to be detained pursuant to subdivision two of this section for a period not exceeding three business days, such person or member of such group shall, upon request, be afforded an opportunity to be heard. If a person or group detained pursuant to subdivision two of this section needs to be detained beyond three business days, they shall be provided with an additional commissioner's order pursuant to subdivisions two and eight of this section. When a person or group is ordered to be detained pursuant to this section for a period exceeding three business days and such person or member of the group requests release, the governor or his or her delegate shall make an application for a court order authorizing such detention within three, three business days after such request uh, by the end of the first business day following such Saturday, Sunday, or legal holiday. Basically, they're saying, oh, well, we're going to play it out in the courts. After minute, such wait, wait, request wait. for release. You can burn down a building. And you get released within hours. Yeah. You can loot and beat up people, released within hours. But if they decide that they want to hold you for an opinion of public threat, they can hold you for indefinitely? Yep. Well, and then they, yep. they go in and talk about the, the, yeah. the, the, the process of you getting a, 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 an appeal or, or an oversight of your claim. You're talking about millions of people. I mean, there, there are nine million people in the five boroughs alone. You put away three million of them into these systems, and 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 what, what does the backlog process look like? And then furthermore, it goes into depth of, uh, in the instance after three days, your claim isn't heard, they can hold you no longer than sixty days without yeah. reasonable cause. So it's really an open-ended time frame that. At minimum three, at maximum 60, but if you hit 60 days, well, then they have to revisit it and they can send you back to three again to start all over. Go, you know, uh, go, go straight yeah. to jail, start all over again. Well, let, let's talk about the due process of this, right? And this is why I have fought so vehemently against red flag bills, because this is essentially red, red flag bills, except instead of your Second Amendment rights, they're quite literally coming after your Fourth Amendment rights, your right to be secure. In your person, um, this is this this is the same slippery slope. So the way this works is they accuse you of being potentially infected, maybe contagious, and then you say I'm not contagious. You go before a court. So how is that going to work? The government's going to say he may be contagious. If so, if you are not showing symptoms, how do you prove your innocence? How do you prove your health? If the government's saying, well, we don't know yet, he may be contagious. There is no physical way to prove that. You see, it's the same deal with the red flag bills. When they say, hey, he may be dangerous. And the judge looks at you and says, hey, are you dangerous? No. Prove it. Well, I can't. I haven't done anything wrong. So that means I'm innocent. Nope, you're not. You're guilty until proven innocent. Here, you're, you're presumed sick until, I guess, proven healthy. But they're the ones to prove you're healthy. And I think if they think the you're sick, they, they want they want They want a circular deal so that it's impossible to get out of it. If you make it circular, you can't get out of it. They can persecute people at will. Guys, listen, this, this, is, this is a system that they are designing 
under communist rule. It's a system. They're designing it, and they're designing it so you can't ever get out of it. Well, then, you know, you have to prove this, you have to prove this. Well, I can't prove that because I've never done anything. Well, you can't prove it, so then you're guilty because it's their opinion. Well, you we know, one, one of the first things they probably do when you go in is, is oh, are you vaccinated? Oh, no. Okay. All right. So one, I mean, one, one couldn't believe that this legislation would actually make uh, uh, the exception to vaccinate you against your will, but we'll get into that. Uh, you might be surprised. But if, if, they can, if they can carry the narrative that to not be vaccinated is a threat to public safety, and I'm assuming, don't quote me on this, but from uh, state level uh, basis, uh, if if there's a possibility for New York State to say, well, uh, governor's orders, this person's deemed a threat, uh, they are not allowed to fly into New York. They're not allowed to get on a plane. So we're going to put them on a list not to get on a plane. And and so then that that's something that could morph into something even further. Uh, at, you know, H.R. 4980 is the, the, the legislation that's proposed to make a vaccination a requirement to get on an airplane. And if your health uh, choices or, you know, the definition of uh, not complying makes you a threat to public safety and they put you on a no fly list. Well, uh, people that are on no fly list can't buy weapons, can't, you know, maintain uh, certain types of firearms. Right, Joe? Is, is well, it depends yeah. on the state. That's not federal law, but but the states, um, some states claim to, but they, they don't have access to it. They've tried to basically ban people from owning guns if they're on the no fly list, but that didn't pass. Well, they try to they try to spread out the web of their intent so so wide that people miss the the smaller pieces aiming to the bigger picture. But this is this is a direct path to being able to track people and, and label them in in some shape or form a domestic terrorist because you are if you are not complying with their order, you're going against you know the interest of you know the public safety and health of of, of society yeah. around you. So therefore. Uh, you know, you you are a, a threat to society. You are, by their definition, a domestic terrorist. Couple uh, questions from the comment section. Sure. Um, they're saying, how you get out of this? They say, well, you just test and then you're out. Well, they're talking about putting people in concentration camps after contact tracing, saying that you're going to go to a concentration camp because you were in the same room as someone who tested positive. The incubation period for COVID nineteen can be over a week. Right? No, they're saying week. now 90 days. There's actually a yeah, thing on the it, CDC. It yeah. They're saying that you could test positive for 90 days, which yeah. is bull. It's bull. But. Well, I'm, I'm talking about the time between when you are exposed and when, you, when a test can start working. That can be upwards of seven days. So in this case, you go before a judge and you say, I'm not, I'm not sick. The government says you might be sick. You say, hey, test me. I'm not sick. You say, well, sir, you were in contact with a COVID positive person three days ago. It doesn't matter if the test is negative. We have to wait seven days at least. And then, God forbid, what happens if you get a false positive? We know how many false positives are in these tests. On the seventh day, they test you and you have a false positive and you're just living here for 60 days now, upwards of 60 days. That's why this is so terrifying. The government has the obligation to prove that you've done something wrong. That is what that's the, the burden of proof rests on the government in these kinds of cases. They are flipping it upside down and putting the burden of proof on you to prove that you're healthy, to prove that you are not dangerous and should be able to own a gun. We, we see this kind of stuff in family court. And and we've all looked at this over over years, over decades, and said, well, that's just a miscarriage of justice. How can you treat the father like that? How can you feed the, treat the mother like that and presume that they're bad for the parents and force, bad for the kids and force them to prove that they're a good parent? Like, how does that work? We've seen that kind of craziness now starting to infect the regular court system through red flag laws and now and now through this. I I have this, uh, you know, if this, if this goes through, I have this vision of six months from now, you're, you're going to be seeing, you know, bridges filled with cars leaving New York. People that at this point are already incapable. I mean, the woman was nearly in tears because she can't even go into an Applebee's. But you're going to see a mass exodus from the, the states. And you talk about overwhelming a system and what will really cause uh, social uh, decay and, and, and collapses. You know, there are 70% of the five boroughs live at the poverty line or, you know, low income. So at a certain point, if you 
have no more options left. They, you know, they've suffocated out all yeah. business. At, at what point, and you know, what what does that look like? Uh, an exodus of hundreds of thousands of people out of New York, and where do they go? What do they do? And at at, at what price is it for them to just say, "I have to leave"? You know, Nazi Germany style exodus of people before you know get out before it's too late mentality 54 line 54 yeah. is uh, a, a a good line uh as well oh, which then they I, um four i believe uh where they start to go into your loss of uh autonomy over your your health choices this one will if you haven't seen this one joe you're gonna lose your mind on this one uh, uh there's no fi line 54 on page four there is uh, on page three a person who is detained in a medical facility or other appropriate facility or premises shall not conduct ah, yes. himself or herself in a disorderly manner and shall not leave. Let me just make this full screen so I can or read Or attempt it. to leave such facility or premises yeah. until he or she is discharged pursuant to this section. So, uh, you know, again, it's all open-ended, suspicion, opinion. Oh, no, no. If they, keep you, if they keep you in that medical facility, they can do whatever they want to. Right. They can give they, you remdesivir to get, kill you. They get into that. Man, I'm going to... So, I'm telling you right now, people, get in the gap. Get in the gap. Here's the best part. This is terrifying. This is absolutely, you know, George Orwell would be spinning in his grave. Section 12, or line 12, section 8 of the final page of the list. In addition to the removal or detention orders referred to in subdivision 2 of this section, and without affecting or limiting any other authority that the commissioner may otherwise have, the governor or his or her delegee may, in his or her discretion, issue and seek enforcement of any other orders that he or she determines are necessary or appropriate to prevent dissemination or transmission of contagious diseases or other illnesses that may pose a threat to the public health, including, but not limited to, orders requiring any person or persons who are not in the custody of the department to be excluded, to remain isolated or quarantined at home or at a premises of such person's choice that is acceptable to the department and under such conditions and for such period as will prevent transmissions of the contagious disease or other illness, or to require the testing or medical examination of persons who may have been exposed to an infected by uh, to or infected by a contagious disease or may have been exposed to or contaminated with dangerous amounts of radioactive materials or toxic chemicals to require an individual who has been exposed to or infected by a contagious disease to complete, this is the worst part, to complete an appropriate prescribed course of treatment, preventative medication, or vaccination, including directly observed therapy <laughs> to treat the disease and follow infection control provisions for the disease. So here they have laid it out to the public that if you meet all of these check marks that they have set out, you do not comply, you are suspected of being a, a carrier, you get put away into a camp. Now, what does the getting put away into a camp open them up to? Uh, another component in the writing is that uh, you are allowed legal counsel, but if conditions make that feasible. So again, it's all open-ended. Yeah, we'll give you a lawyer, but you know, there's no guarantee we'll give you a lawyer. You know, you, and then they go on to say that for the greater good, for the collective whole, your body becomes a guinea pig. You become a lab rat at their discretion. I'm telling you right now, if you don't recognize what's happening, people, this is really, really bad. This is really bad. This is where we are. This is the slow boil. And as you sit here and think that you're actually getting across to a place where you, th you think we're getting to a place where we're, we're winning in certain areas, we're, we're, not, we're not putting enough pressure on them. We're not putting enough pressure. Here's a little fun footnote they put in to probably quell, uh, quell anger. The provisions of this section shall not be construed to permit or require the forcible administration of any medication without a prior court order. And as we said, they already own the courts, so it doesn't matter. It's uh, we said this before the show started, Max. Like, yeah, you know, Batman when Bane, you know, he set up his council, you know, trial. It's a death by exile or exile. You ma you make your choice, but either option ends up in your death. I, I couldn't hear you, Max. You're 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 actually muted. I'm actually muted. Sorry, I was coughing. Right. Um, 
Um, no, you're, you're right. You're, you're right. It, it's straight from apocalyptic fiction. You look around and, and you don't even recognize the country you live in. And that's why we have spent so much time covering what's going on in Australia, what's going on in New Zealand, what's going on in Europe, because what happens there tends to come here on the backs of socialists. Like you look through history, we are the ones who've spread freedom, capitalism around the globe. Now we are in a post-capitalist era where socialist is coming back. Socialism is coming back. Tyranny is coming back. To be clear, and uh, you know, they say we speak with hyperbole or you know, we're conspiracy theorists. To be clear, that is a government-issued legislation proposal that is set to be vote on or the process to begin January 5th. So, you know, these things just as with, you know, with any no noise, distractive noise, you know, coming out of we're beginning the new year, you know, it's the first week of the new year, and they'll slowly start this, you know, session. You know, all these places, all, all of these offices are starting to close back down. CNN, you know, closed down. That's probably because, you know, they have a, a, a pedophile problem. Uh, but then all of these places, the Rockettes are closing. All of these, you know, the whole narrative of, of, of the beginning of 2020 when that fear was lingering in New York, it's right back at the door again. And as everyone's panicking, waiting four hours in line to get a test, they're going to push this through. And so really what it gets down to is does a, uh, uh, does a, a shock troop come up to you on the street, Max, in New York and say, yeah, sorry, we saw you came out of that coffee shop and there was a guy in there that had COVID a few days ago, so you got to come with us. Oh, yeah. and, and you're, you're resisting. So, you know, part of the, the legislation is that you they shall- charge you. <laughs> right. They charge you. Yeah. So it's, but, it's, but if you loot, burn, steal, you know, promote communism, you're fine. We're over it, people. I'm telling you, communism, the only people that win are the top 1%. Everyone else turns into the pauper. Everyone else turns into the, the persecuted. And you either stay in line or they persecute you. This is the world order. And this is not just a, this is not hyperbole. This is what they want. And, and for historical context, everyone's like, oh, that can't ever happen again. Maybe you guys are crazy. You know, you're overthinking it. But overthinking. ultimately, ultimately, this is how they get you to the concentration camps. <laughs> now, the last component of the final solution is what do they do to you when you're there? That's the last thing before anyone that takes the stance of, oh, Nazi Germany, that can't ever happen again. You know, uh, it's an impossibility. Well, they already got you in the camps. Here's the, here's the recipe how they're going to do it. And they, people just keep wanting more. So good luck, New York. I'm glad I left you when I did. But for, for everyone else across the country, yeah. open your eyes and see that New York sets the precedent for a lot of other states to follow. There, this is all chaos that they're creating, though. The more chaos and the, the less we react to it, the more likely they are to continue down this path. The more likely they and are. And here's the crazy part. Here's the crazy part. If we put up my screen, Mr. Producer, they are calling this bill, the one that we just read to you straight off of the New York State Legislature website, they are calling this a conspiracy theory. And the reason they are calling it a conspiracy theory is because Assemblyman Nick Perry, seen here, he says that this is a conspiracy theory because he has wanted to do this for years. Is he and wearing claiming a that this is, Yes. Well, claiming that this is something that he, claiming that he is trying to do this because of the pandemic, that is conspiracy theory because he has wanted to do this for five years. So that's where we're at, people. That if you post about this bill that's been introduced, you cite the actual legislative source. If you post about it, the social media pages now will fact check it because turns out that the, the, the radical socialist who wants to throw you on camps, he's wanted to do that for a long time. So yeah. therefore, it's a conspiracy theory to talk about it. Who's this? Where, where's this article? Uh, it's on Politico. Oh, oh, oh gosh. Great source. I'm, I'm telling you, we are we're at the place where you can't eat now in New York City. I saw. I said it before you got on. It's a, it's a players club. It's a, pri it's a private country club. You want to do anything, and and the the mind blowing part is that you know New York has prided itself on uh, racial equality of you know the minority minority communities. You know it's always black this, Hispanic that. Uh, you know uh, uh, oppression of blacks and Hispanics this and that. And yet the ones at the end of the day who have, have been told that no, sorry, you can't come into the country club. You know it's no different than saying this is whites only. 
the country club is now all of New York and these people have to live in it. And I, I, don't, I don't know how they get out of it outside of packing up their car and saying, you know what, screw it, we, we're going elsewhere. There's no, uh, there's no possible way for someone who is on the low income uh, spectrum uh, uh, of New York City to survive this. Well, I think that we know what our marching orders are. I'm going to start getting a whole lot more serious. You're not going to see me get pissed off anymore because now we're in the serious stage. So we'll be forming groups around the, around the country, and frankly, it's just time. I told you before, what are they going to do when 1,000 people walk in and evict them? Well, what are they going to do if tens of millions, hundreds of millions of Americans walk in and tell them we've had enough? That's all it takes. I sat, I sat, I spoke last week in, in Greensboro. Somebody said, what if we did that? What'll happen? I go, I don't know. What'll happen? Well, what if, didn't I? Didn't I, Mr. Producer? It's crazy. Yeah, and everyone kind of went, huh. Oh, huh. yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's why I love North Carolina. We got to think outside the box. We got to think outside the box. We got to start acting outside the box. And we got to start holding these people accountable. Now, I didn't call for violence. Violence begets violence, though. You're violent against someone that's my neighbor. I'll tell you what, I'll put you down like a dog. I will. What you do to one of us, you do to all of us. What you do to one of us as Americans, you do to all of us. And we have to take on that, that mentality that we are on the battlefield right now. And they are trying to take everything, every opportunity from your children, grandchildren, future generations. They're trying to strip you of that. You know, building concentration camps, guy wearing a beret, talking about communism. Do you think it's a mistake that every person that Biden has tried to put in office to hold a, a specific position are all communists? They all are. All of them. No, China's, China's the little, little what's sock the little, puppet. What's the little EBIT that they just tried to put in the... Uh, the, the, the banker? No, the other one. Uh, the, the, the little guy that was caught on video like five years ago talking about how he wanted to usher in communism and get rid of... You know I don't know. About? There's just so many of them, Joe. There's so many of them. In fact, Max, we're going to run a fax blast on this later later today because yeah. you might say, oh, it's New York specific. No, as I said, it sets the precedent. So this this bill needs to get 86 and, and put six feet under. Uh, otherwise, Not just this bill. Not just this bill. There's others. If we put up image four, here are some of the other bills that are still being considered. Image right, four that's all being, under the, 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 the whole... The, yeah, they got the, the school one there. You see these, Joe? So these are... These are ridiculous. A eight three seven eight forced COVID vaccine shots to attend schools. A two seven nine A and S seventy five A forces all adult vaccine records into a state database. And next bill forced COVID shots to attend college. Forced flu shots to attend school, preschool, and daycare. Eliminates the religious exemptions for the vaccine for work in college. Another bill eliminates parents' consent to shots when a child reaches fourteen years of age. Another bill limits parents' right to consent to STD treatments for children of any age. Assembly Bill A416, which we just talked about. Yeah. This is the and most then, important thing that that's eugenics. Americans. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, like yeah. it's oh, the last uh, proposal. STD ones, one like more. oh, we'll just oh yeah. sterilize look this, you. Look at this last one. One more, one more. Assembly member Patrick Burke is uh, is introducing a bill to eliminate unvaccinated people's access to health insurance. So unless you get the vaccine, you would not have access to health insurance. What happened to health care is a right? Wasn't that their whole deal for like not the last? Uh, oh, right. Sorry about that. Changed. <laughs> they changed their mind. <laughs> they do that, apparently. I forgot I was the unprotected class. This little piece of changed paper should invoke fear all across the country. The reality of what they're trying to slink through the back door. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. Well, before right, so you we guys wanna, do, you guys want to update on my anthrax? You have anthrax? Sure. I didn't. I didn't even know you had anthrax. So, uh, Apollo, I probably should give him an update. Yeah. Well, since you, since everyone's asking, so, so anthrax is um, and naturally occurring. If you eat food, you can you can eat food that has anthrax in it, and um, it can make you sick. Right. So that's ingested. Um, it's uh, from a bacterium, and so it's spores, basically. So, so obviously I've been speaking at different places, and one of the places that I was speaking, um, Jovan and others were there. And so I've been sick for the last week. Well, it didn't make any sense that I was sick. But I went and got tested, COVID, twice, 
both came back negative. Then I went and got a um, blood test, and I wanted to check to see if I had antibodies. And that way I could test. And the reason being is because I'm in and out and talking to people, and I'm, and I'm closing deals and building tech and doing all sorts of other stuff. And, um, and I had some events that I had to go to, and I wanted to make sure that I wasn't putting anybody else at risk. I don't care. I mean, I'm not afraid of it. I took all the protocols, the ivermectin, everything else. But I needed to be careful for everyone else. So I did all that. Then I went and took a flu to, to test to see if I, got, I had flu. Because I figured, okay, if I didn't have COVID, do I have the flu? Because I feel like dog crap, right? All of them negative. The antibody test came back at 2,300. That I have 2,300. I don't know what that means, but it's a high number. Normally, it's like 800 or 900 when you have COVID. So I have high antibodies uh, a year later, and I don't have a flu, and I don't have COVID. So then I got on the phone, and I was talking to um, Jovan Pulitzer. Now, Jovan was at the um, Reawaken America tour and is in the back. And Jovan says, hey, look, I heard you're sick. I'm really sick. But I got to tell you, I have some really weird symptoms. So he started describing his symptoms to me. And I spent a lot of time in, the, in Africa and the Middle East. I know what anthrax looks like. I've seen it. And he goes, lesions? And I was like, hmm. And he was talking about some of the other things that he had. And um, I go, bro, that's, that's anthrax. You need to go get tested for anthrax. And he's like, huh. So he got online, and if I told you all of his symptoms, you would go, that's absolutely anthrax. It's not, or some sort of derivative of anthrax, right? Because there's bacteriums, they have different, and there's different ways to, you can huck together some anthrax. Not very difficult, it's naturally occurring. You can find it in soil, it kills animals pretty quickly. Um, so he's actively being tested right now for anthrax. But he remembered, this was the weirdest part, is that he was remembering, and he wrote, he wrote this down in a text message to me, and he's like, Joe, I remember somebody spraying something. And I was like, that's weird. Why would somebody be spraying something around food? So anyway, that's where we're at right now. Um, uh, that's where we're at so right no now. So no one's tested positive for anthrax. You just think it might be anthrax. Well... Because I'm on doxycycline, and I was for the puncture that I had in my leg when I got impaled by that arrow, um, their symptoms, and it's not just him. Now he's saying that other people that were in the back that were speakers were also um, have gotten very, very ill. And so it's, it's a weird, it's weird, but he is getting tested. And I guess now the CDC is involved, and... Um, you know, th th I guess they'll let us know. Now that CDC gets involved, my guess is is that Homeland Security will get involved and we'll find out. But um, so my symptoms, as bad as they were, are nowhere near as bad as some of the other people that I've heard um, as well that got affected. And, you know, so I had a conversation with Scott McKay, like him or not like Scott McKay. I was... Um, uh, yeah. So there's some comments that are coming through asking about Lynn and Javon. I don't play in other people's sandboxes. I want to be really clear. I don't get involved in fights. I don't get involved in other people's squabbles. I talk to everybody, right? And if I decide to go nuclear on someone, which we're going to go nuclear on someone tonight, his name's Dave Hancock, is because that person absolutely showed themselves to be a, a terrible person against the American people. Otherwise, I don't get involved in it. So if you guys want to get involved in squabbles, you want to get involved in it, go ahead. I'm not going to do it. You're welcome to, but I'm not going to do it. So I, was, I took some uh, doxycycline, uh, Max, and now I feel a ton better. I don't feel, sound better, and I probably don't look any better. Um, but that's just what happens when you're an ugly man. But, uh, but I definitely feel a ton better than I did before. Well, that's good. Uh, I hope it wasn't anthrax. I, I think we all hope that it wasn't anthrax because we've, if we've hit that stage, we're now political and religious events are being attacked with biological weapons. There's no coming back from that. So hopefully it's not anthrax. No, well, we are out of there's time. A, there's a 99.9% .9 chance it's anthrax. It's not a small chance. I mean, some of the things that are happening, his skin sheathing from his hands, when your, hand, when your skin basically falls off your hands, when you start getting lesions. I mean, there's some things that happen that are not from the rashes that occurred uh, unnaturally on his entire body. 
the things that he's facing, I've seen it. I've seen it because what happens in Africa is they'll eat an animal that has anthrax because it's the only animal there. And it'll manifest itself in really weird ways. And so um, it could be some other poisoning or derivative of that, but it definitely is, it is directly related to the bacterium that is designed to kill people, right? Yeah. Well, we are out of time. Before we wrap, I want to remind everyone, make sure you head over to MyPillow and support Michael and Dell and the great patriots who work at MyPillow. You still get some orders in. I don't know if they're going to be able to ship in time for Christmas, but definitely get those orders in at MyPillow. And when you do, make sure you use promo code CD21CharlieDelta21. You're going to get up to 66% off your order. The maximum discount you can find on the site. The pillows are the cheapest they've ever been with that coupon code. So full disclosure, it does help us. We do get a small commission. Help us keep the lights on. Help us grow the show. Also help Mike Lindell help the Patriots work there and get a great, great Made in America product. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. Um, if you like the podcast, check out all the links in the description. We go live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern, so tune in for that. If you need a little reminder, if you're one of those Facebook refugees still trying to figure out the timing because Facebook isn't setting notifications because we're not going live anymore, you can join our text alert system by texting the word FREEDOM, F-R-E-E-D-O-M, to 89517. You'll get added to our text alert system. and We'll send you before the show a text message telling you what we're talking about and how, when, and where you can watch. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. My name is Joe Oltman. And I'm Jake Freyho. Remember, everyone, the fight to take back our country isn't over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.